I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner. Hi. Yes, I've said hi. Get over it. This is Frank Skinner. Um, It's not the weekend podcast through the auspices of Absolute Radio, and I'm with um, I'm with Emily, and you guessed it. I'm with uh, I'm with the cockerel as well. He's in residence. He's on a stump, not too far in the distance, as the sun rises. Um, My jingle never really took off, if we're honest. Did you have a jingle? Oh, well, we tried, jingle, but yeah. I don't know why. It just never took off, Frank, did it? I think we had to see Emily play Pink Floyd, but then a sport Victorian child by the fall became mm-hmm. much more my theme tune. Yes, we... So, um, w- yeah, it's, it's, it's all gone. It's okay, it's no biggie. We can look into that. You can try this. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I love, love. Okay. Um... I'll tell you what we haven't done for ages. I oh, know, I won't even bother. Uh, oh. No, how long has it been since I did this? <gasps> oh, we used to do this, Alan. I, I do things like um, I wrote to one of the gladiators the other day and I wrote, Dear Hunter, and then we'd, we'd be off. <laughs> and there was one of those every week. I milked it to the point where there, was, really just, there was just dust in my hands. Mm. But those, those, were the, you know, those were our formative years. I, speaking of... Um, all things musical. I, I've noticed, uh, you know, sometimes you, you notice that you do something. You've been doing it instinctively for years, and one day you think, oh, God, I always do that. Oh, God. I went to a cash point the other day, and uh, as I was leaving, you know, I got, I got some money. I always go for the full 200. Do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, Alan, what, what do you go for? I, it varies depending on my... Uh, no, I like to get the 200. I like the frisson of passing the... Uh, the you know the homeless man that always accompany... You know, they're like, they're like the trolls that guard the, the mountain passes. They always sit by the, uh, by the cash points. I like the idea of, of the frisson of, of passing with that much cash in my pocket at the risk of, if you know, it, you'd lose 200 quid if you was attacked. Mm-hmm. And um, now everyone knows that you permanently have two hundred pounds yeah. on you. Well, I don't, obviously, because that that goes down over a period of time. Well, I mean, oh, I'll yeah. let that that'll get down. Sometimes, sometimes I get, I'll go as low as eighty p before I make that uh, the two hundred. Cat, cats dip. running rampage in those health food stores. Oh, I'll say. So um, I get out a clean fifty, Frank. A fifty. Mm, what do you go for? I, it, Twenty. Like I say, it depends on what what my movements are. Oh, if I know no. I'm getting a lot of taxis in the f- next few days, then I'll probably get a hundred. But oh, hundred. If not, then it depends. Really, depends on what what's coming up. You have to bear in mind I'm a stand-up as well, so I get paid in cash sometimes. <laughs> so oh, I don't, I don't often true. need to visit. I hope, I hope that's been declared. Of course. That's good. Every <laughs> last penny. <laughs> I uh, I also. Uh, and I, the vat. Are you one of those people who uh, who will put a set amount in at a petrol pump? I'll just put thirty quid in. I fill it up. Oh um, yeah, you got to fill. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah. Maximum at the cash yeah. point, maximum at the petrol pump. Right. You know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Where you are about to die, salute you. It's it's a sort of fabulous <laughs> carpe diem approach to the to the cash point. Yeah. Anyway, what I've noticed <laughs> is as I leave the cash point with the two hundred quid. Mm. Padding out my uh, my wallet, 
I always sing to myself, got brass in pocket by the pretenders. <laughs> I always, always do. That's nice. I say to myself, because you don't want the, the homeless person to hear you singing that, they'll think you're gloating. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I always do, do it. you do it slightly under your breath, then? Give me a little rendition. So come I, on. I've got the money. You right? get the I've money put, out. I've, the cards come out. Yep. The money comes out. I never count it. I never no, count it. don't need to. They could have been shortchanged me for years, the Nat West. Mm. So, anyway, that goes in my uh, pocket. And as I go away, go, oh, yeah. the Nat West. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. Uh, 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 uh. I don't just do the lyric. I do the... Oh, you do Got Gear a bit do, as well. I do. Uh, 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 got red. I do a bit of a Chrissy Hine. I don't do it in my own style. I completely adopt the, nice. the Hindian <laughs> approach. And it's nice that there's so many songs with money in the title or chorus, and yet and he you chose that. One I don't know where it. it's come from. It's because it's got the idea that it's in my pocket, I suppose. Brass well, I'm going to work this out because that came out in the sort of late 80s, early 90s, post your marriage. Mm. Maybe you suddenly felt euphoric. Because you're an independent man of independent means. Well, I don't know if I had any money before oh, then. I think okay. me having money in the bank coincided with um, the pretenders bringing out uh, brass yeah. in pocket. There you go. Is it brass in pocket or has it got brass no, in it's, pocket? No, it's a uh, brass in pocket. <laughs> yeah, but has it got the word got <laughs> at the front of it? Has it got got yeah, in no, brackets? Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, I love it when they have brackets. Oh, Why I bother with brackets? Mm. I love a bracket. Just put the whole thing in. But, Frank, you've pointed this out now, and I have to say, I do this an awful lot, this mm, sort of really? soundtrack business. Yeah. Well, I noticed I used to do it when I was younger. This is this is terrible. But my sister and I had quite a difficult adolescence, both of us. Mm. Parents had a messy divorce. I'm oversharing. Well, yeah. you need to know the backstory because my mum, um, she used to come back, and we were getting on. <laughs> Sorry, you just reminded me of another one. I'll tell you <laughs> okay. in a minute. Carry on. We were getting on quite badly, partly because my sister and I would just lie in bed smoking till like four in the afternoon and never do the dishes. How old were you? about sort of 15. Mm, there's something so, so <laughs> exciting now about the whole concept of indoor smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? it? It feels like the wall of death to me. <laughs> <laughs> so my mum would come back in some 80s get-up, not very happy, mm. and we'd get scared because we think the house wasn't tidy, she'd be really unhappy, so we'd always sing, Oh, here she comes, watch out, boy, she'll chew you up. We used to sing Manny to Hall and Oates. <laughs> we still do it to this day. Really? Yeah, all the oh, time. Brilliant. Oh, nice brilliant. People have got a soundtrack, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> not just me with my cockerel sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd say, when you mention the messy divorce, it reminds me, I've got... My current thing is a, is a well-known TV theme tune that I fit every aspect of my life into. Yeah. For example, a friend of mine said, oh, yeah, it's all gone, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm going to have to see a divorce lawyer. Yeah. And I went, divorce lawyer. <laughs> da, 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 da. And um, I thought that was inappropriate, wasn't it? I could tell the oh. way she looked at me was, hold on, why would you be singing that? <laughs> mm, that was... That was a bit awkward. Do you have a little soundtrack to your life, Alan? I uh, occasionally, if I'm on the way up a flight of... You know, on the escalators, on the tube, oh, and it's yeah. really busy, mm. as I'm rising from the ground, I will have uh, the Stone Roses' I Am The Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> I just quite like the idea that everyone's gathered around me as I'm being elevated. I love that yours is quite self-important. Oh, I love it's, it. It's not really me. I don't know what's, no. Going, no, don't know what's come over me. It's, 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 it's always the quiet one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's messianic. Aren't I? But, and uh, I find that uh, whenever ever I change the calendar, like this uh, week just gone, obviously, it became mm. July. Mm -hmm. And whenever I do that mum, which is quite a ritual, oh, so yeah. I've got, I've got um, Wild West drawings on one side of the room and uh, George Formby. 
oh. calendar on the other, so I have to change both. You're a two-calendar room. Because I, I don't know which way I want to be facing. How can you ever predict that? Well, that what? and you're leading a double life, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, I, uh, I always sing the... Do you remember the calendar song? January, February, oh. March, April... I have to sing it in a West Indian accent, forgive me, but that's how they sang it. But- I don't do you remember know it? that song. I do not know that. Oh, one. the lyrics were January, February, March, <laughs> April. Well, unsurprisingly, and a great moment. The mid late was August, September, October, <laughs> November, December. Then they'd repeat it: August, September, oh. and then back into January, February. Anyway, I always sing it, and I sing it with a bit. Who I'm did doing the it lyrics? Now. Tim Rice. Uh, when I sing it, I'm I'm playing it, uh, a tin drum. In a, 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 that, that, the hands are, uh, they're making their way around the circle of, uh, of the old uh, oil drum. <laughs> I don't do that. I'm, I'm now, I'm, I'm hamming it up for You're you. To, you give yeah. me an audience and I start showing off. But when I'm just changing the calendar, I just go, mm. January, February, March. And sometimes I'll give a bit of emphasis to the month. Mm. April, May, June. July! Because it's July. Oh, I hope I'm not around for the July moments. <laughs> no, well, it, you know, it's a, it's a 12 to 1 shot. Mm. Yeah. Now, got a year. Oh, can I tell you another one? I had this was a, and I've done this a couple of times. If I meet someone who's associated with a, with a tune. Oh, yeah. Obviously, the tune's in my head. And I went for lunch once with Eric Clapton. And no, we were, sat, we were sitting didn't. talking, and I came back from the toilet going, diddle, 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 and then I thought, oh no. And I knew he'd heard it, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have the courage to bring it up. And I, th- I, I don't know, what did he think? What did he think when I did that? Well, you do, it's funny because ever since we went to see um, Elton John in the Union Chapel uh, with Absolute Radio, mm. whenever I say the word Elton John, you do a little rendition of Rocket oh, Man. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, it's not rock. Oh, no, it's, it's not. Uh, it's um, crocodile rock. Yeah, probably. Yes, crocodile rock. Yeah, if you if you were, they're, they're a bit like trains out on John songs. If you go, uh, 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 <laughs> you'll be able to fit them all in mm-hmm. eventually. Yes. Well, how would you feel if somebody was? How would you? <laughs> how would you? Feel he was an eccentric <laughs> character, wasn't he? That's <laughs> 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 not. I've lost my track now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> how would you feel if somebody was humming three lions in your in your presence? That'd Do be they... the same sort of thing, wouldn't it? Good point. Like, Alan. To be honest, I'm a little bit upset if they aren't. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah. Um, in that case, perhaps Clapton went, finally, I've had lunch with someone that came back humming later. Yeah, but I bet he was thinking, why not a solo track? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why not? Who shot the sheriff? It has to be Derek and the Dominoes. <laughs> what next? White Room by Cream? What if he'd have said that to me? Hey, what next? White Room by Cream? <laughs> Sorry, Eric, I, I hadn't planned a uh, set list for our lunch. <laughs> Get over it. Frank, something's been on my mind of late, mm. and it's to do with um, men, and it's to do with uh, things of a sartorial nature. Excellent. And I'll tell you why. It's because there was a survey recently. Do you know... There's always a survey. Well, no, but this was quite an important survey. Landmark. It was to do with how many buttons men leave undone on their shirt. And the average male, apparently... It's now descended, I used descended, because it's descended to three. So most men now favour at least three buttons undone, which they're calling the sort of Simon Cowell effect. I'm not. I'm just checking mine. I have one undone. Yeah. What about yourself? Alan? Alan's gone for two. I've got two, but normally this one would have one, but... Yeah, don't don't try and wheedle your way out of it. (laughs) 
<laughs> You've gone for two. I think two's okay though. On this particular shirt, two's yeah. fine. If it was a if it was a floppier shirt, it would be one. Yeah, well, some might say this is a bit highly buttoned. Mm. But I'm. Not. No, you're all right. Then. No, you're all right there, mate. But the thing is, <laughs> did you like me trying to be like a man? <laughs> yeah. No, you're all right there, mate. You know, you can, it, the higher you go, the nearer you get to Paul Weller. That's what I always <laughs> think. Yeah. I'd rather be Paul Weller than Simon Cowell. Oh, me too. Oh, that's, a, that's an interesting uh, text in that would be. <laughs> be Paul Weller. Email in now. <laughs> yeah, I think that would that would split the nation. Yeah. But Frank, I, I don't like a, any anything like that exposed. I don't like no, it. No, I don't like it. No. It's not those aren't your strong areas. I don't mean you two. You looked horrified when I said well, that. Well, no, because it is true. If it's I not if true I of if you. I went three buttons, it would. I mean, such is the narrowness of my shoulders. <laughs> I would I would completely emerge. <laughs> Is that that's what would happen? I would, I would, I would. It'd be like a banana coming out the skin, and and it. No, I, I, I am very, I am very narrow. Of the, I, you know, if I if I undid four buttons mm. within two minutes, I'd look like Jane Russell in the Outlaw. Well, you see, it's funny she said because some people say you could say double standards. Women, yes. Women I'm just have... thinking, she actually went out with Howard Hughes. It's well, a fabulous, it's fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. Um, obscure yeah. vein running through our <laughs> conversation. I love an obscure vein. Oh, I'm getting it treated next week. <laughs> um, but no, I do find women might wear a low-cut top. I'm wearing one today. Don't look. Are you? Mm. I can't see over my computer okay. screen. But... little insight there to the uh, visual <laughs> elements of the podcast. <laughs> Enjoy it. But I think that's okay. Because traditionally, women... Women a little bit cheeky sometimes on mm. the clothing front. Men, that's not your area. Those yeah. aren't your strong points. It's that chest area. No, I'm. No. I, I'm also. I get. Um, how can I put this? I get a bit spotty on the chest. I'd say that was my, that was my biggest spot region. Oh, Is it really? really? Yeah. Right. It looks right. like a, an AA nerve centre. My chest. <laughs> it's this glowing, glowing red dots across it. <laughs> and um, no, that's best covered up. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I sometimes think I, I'm sharing and uh, and and not and forgetting to do my chest. Why well, just spending so long on the ears? Well, that's true. Is that right? I yeah. Never, he, I never oh, get. he loves scrubbing the ears. Oh, it's a it's a new thing. You know the novelty of a <laughs> new a bit new of departure on this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I, I never. I didn't clean my ears until I think it was October ten, October two thousand and ten. You've never, <laughs> you've never, no, never. I always imagined that you know. That must have been a hell of a day. I always imagined. Well, it was. Um, I think it was October. What it was, it was the day that um, Edison invented the light bulb, and that seemed to me apposite. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'd never done it before. Now I'm getting the cotton buds out. The first started off. I would just you know I soaked up, and then I you know I might I might put a finger through the toilet paper type of cleaning mm-hmm. but now i've gone for for a cotton bod yeah it's mm. satisfying though isn't it there's a feeling afterwards it's less satisfying, satisfying than, than it was because in the early days i mean i was bringing out gobbits, <laughs> gobbits and stuff and now it's just maintenance <laughs> <laughs> but originally it would have been like panning for gold wouldn't it It'd oh be... yes it was quite uh, yeah it's more like panning for fudge <laughs> you can imagine. This is a horror part. Yeah, exactly. I could have sneaked it into a fudge shop. I reckon I could have put seven or eight cubes together. And then Thornton's shot. Exactly. Yeah. But that was a that was a sad tale. Join the dots. So you don't, but you don't favour a, a low cut. I mean, because they're also saying, Frank, that there's been a rise in the sale of V-neck, uh, the V neck for a man. As a t- you know, the T-shirt. Mm. And I don't think I've ever seen you in a V-neck T-shirt. No, no, I don't. Think Long may that. that continue. I don't own a V-neck. I think from a from a distance, 
in a V-neck, you look like the Wicked Witch of the West mm. because it looks like your chin. Oh, right. yes, you're right, Frank. And uh, I don't want to risk that. Mm. Um, it's a bit V for Vendetta, isn't it? I know exactly what you're It you is mean. V for Vendetta. I like yeah. a V-neck sweater. Do you? I do, I like a V-neck I don't, sweater. I don't dabble with knitwear, hardly ever. Oh, really? No. He's I got a hoodie in every colour, though, oh. which he wears according to his mood. Mm. Oh, all the rainbow in hoodies. Mm. Yeah, mood hoodies. I, mm. uh, I walked through the lobby of, uh, of a fancy hotel the other day. This sounds see... like the beginning of a fabulous epic poem. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Oh. It's, uh, it's, it's an underwhelming anecdote, I would wager. I, uh, I saw a man in only a cardigan, no shirt under it. Was it Top Cat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had trousers and everything. Oh, it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I think, a Mediterranean. Stopcat Grandad. <laughs> yeah. Just in a cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a, that's a high risk. No shirt. No, no, but, no but now, it, from this conversation, it transpires he could have been wearing a V-necked T-shirt underneath. Just a flesh-coloured one. No, but if he, if he had the thing buttoned... I no, hope it, it wasn't was, man-made fibres. It, it was quite low down. It was oh, sort of no, like that. that's... It's far too much male mm. torso. What next? An unaccompanied dungaree? And I have, <laughs> I have never enjoyed... Yeah, Texas Midnight Runners were in the lobby. Exactly. I, I've never enjoyed the, um, the V-neck jumper without a shirt on. To me, that always looks like someone's looking for an alibi and that there's a bloody shirt in a hedge somewhere. Oh, that's, goodness. Yes, I know I what you mean. I don't like that's that That's a look. good point. It's a bit um, Michael Douglas midlife crisis as well. Don't oh, like that. Yeah. I'll tell what I don't like is the round neck jumper with a shirt and tie underneath. I, oh, I yeah. entirely. This is why I'm such a fan of the V-neck because the tie, the tie is vying for attention. You, you know, yes. it's there thinking, why am I even here? The round neck. <laughs> what for the top section of my knot? Forget about it. Straining everything, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Whereas, There's too much going on. It's a bottleneck. Oh. The joy of the V-neck is that you can wear it with a collared shirt and with a round neck T-shirt. So you've bought two jumpers there. Those of you that have invested in a, <laughs> in a right. V-neck. <laughs> is it up there with the Tom Lehrer double cassette? Yes. <laughs> it's a bargain, isn't it? It's a bargain. I, I, I tell you, I can't cope with the disappointment of knitwear. You know when you first get knitwear and you wear it and it's lovely and lush and right. wholesome? Mm. And it never, after the first wash, you can put in all your fabric conditioners, but it's never quite the way it is when you first get no. it. It never recovers from the first wash. It never does. And, and I hate that. It's like, you know, the first time you have a physical relationship with someone, things are never quite the same after. Frank! I find them... Um, Frank! Despite what Peugeot said, the reality is, is not better than the dream. Frank! Anyway. <laughs> um, where were, I, I'll tell you something else. Something else I don't like that I find men who wear a, a, a low-bottom shirt. Is they yeah. wear... I've seen men in three or four different medallions, you know, chains, things oh, on chains. Oh, really? Not right. one chain, but, but three or four different chains. Oh, that's a lot. I mean, what, what is that about? I, I, it's a bit Mr T, isn't it? Yeah, are you wearing them or storing them? Yeah. That's what, you know, make a decision on this. You know when you see people snogging in the street and some people shout, hey, get a flat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, if I see a man with, like, three or four um, necklaces on, I'll say, hey, get a jewellery box. <laughs> Get a safe. That's you you tell them. Yeah. Or maybe one of those, you know, those necks you can get, those boss with just the neck oh. off for button. For button. Get that one is of exactly those. the sort of thing you could pick up at a jumble sale yeah, or charity yeah. shop. And I'm the sure. nice thing about them, charity you can put shop. the necklaces around the neck, but you can use the upper neck where it's been severed. You can use that as a, as, <laughs> can use that as a pin cushion. <laughs> I, uh, I had a, an awkward episode this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> episode, this is the age yeah, I'm you're at in now. The bill now. I'm having episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I, uh, I, I quite frequently use a minicab company near my house, and uh, uh. and and this week I, I got one, and the man did the whole journey with his seatbelt off, and uh. it's it, it really perplexed me, it annoyed me quite a lot because I felt immediately anxious that he didn't have his seatbelt on, but I also knew that I wasn't the sort of person to say, mm. "Could you put your seatbelt on?" whilst driving me, please, because it's making me anxious that you haven't taken this very safe measure. I mean, how long have we had them? Since 1975 or something, it's been law in the UK or something, I think. And there's no... there's not. It's not cool, is it, to not have your seatbelt on? Well, I it... think it might be in some masculine quarters. Mm. I don't know. It just... Isn't, isn't it a tough guy thing to do? Not. I think so. Yeah. He was... Quite a chunky guy, so maybe he thought if oh, I fly through the window. Did he have pictures the, of his children on the dashboard? No, I think that oh. would have made me say, for their sake, you could. I, I might have even said, look, but the, we were on the motorway. There was oh, a little spell of motorway. Oh, well, this is an all oh. added ingredient. Because oh, if, if you're tootling, if you're tootling around motorway, side streets. I think I mean dual carriageway flyover, but still oh. with the potential for quite a road. On an A road. We're talking he was doing 40, maybe. Oh, I, I, and maybe in excess of that. And really? Possibly even <gasps> up to 50. And Did you consider putting your, ha- your arms through the, the gap, see the side of, the, of his seat, and grabbing him tightly around the waist as a safety measure. I was in the front seat alongside him. Oh, you were at the, at the I side? I would have to oh, reach right across. I'll tell you what I did consider, a citizen's arrest, but I just uh, <laughs> I thought, how could I practice that? Can I that? just if say... If you did I, reach across and grab the seatbelt holder, you'd operate as a human <laughs> seatbelt. That would have been brilliant. I don't know if he'd have took, took all right with it. I'm not sure it would have really helped in an impact situation that no. my arm's just been near You're one of the only people I've met who rides up front, and you know who the other person is? Who? Tell me. Franklin Skinner. He oh, does it. Actually, I've stopped doing it. Oh, dear. I always used to ride you up did. front and, uh, for a bit of a chat. But I've become more of a misanthrope as oh, I've got you? older. Oh, I, good. I, I, don't, I, like to, I like to do quite a long... T- I've done a... 25-mile journey in utter silence. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it. There's something about being in the same space as a stranger and saying nothing, mm. which is, um, it, it makes you feel like a hostage. It's, mm. uh, it's exciting. That's For a while. I, my worry, if it's a minicab company, I don't, think, I don't think I'd have minded him not having... I, if it was a black cab, I'd be worried that if we had an accident, he, he could shoot through the windscreen, I could be trapped and, and yeah. not being able to move my hands, <laughs> and the metre is still going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, people arrive with oxyacetylene equipment. Yes, yes, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all right. Could you... Do you know how to... Um, <laughs> could you... Is there a stop? Can you see a stop button? <laughs> Hold on, we're just going to get the door off. <laughs> Hold on. Can you, is there a stop? Can you see a pause or something? On? <laughs> that's what would... Uh, that's uh. What I've always thought that that would be a lovely... Um, one of the side prizes um, in Miss World is if, um, as well as getting your, your, your money and your, you know, your lovely year of travelling around, mm. mm-hmm. that you had a seatbelt fitted in your car in, in the style of the Miss World sash. <laughs> That's oh, a great yeah. idea. With Miss World Oh, on I might it. get one anyway. Yeah, I with like, love a, that like a satin finish yes. on the seatbelt. Then I think people would be very happy to put those on. Yeah, because yeah. it can interfere with your look. That's the trouble. Yeah, I, I understand that. But this man did not look like he cared about his appearance to the point where he was <laughs> leaving his seatbelt off, let me tell you. Well, where I live, there's, um, there's a garage underneath our flats and you need, to, you need what I would call a dibber 
to oh, make yeah. the door mm. open. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes, if I'm wearing a jacket to drive, I, the seatbelt will be going right across the top of my pocket, and I'll reach for my dibber and I can't get in. So I've taken to wearing the jacket above the seatbelt. Oh, so the seatbelt now it looks like I'm wearing some sort of shoulder holster. <laughs> It's relaxed, though, isn't it? The jacket around the seatbelt is... Yeah, it's, it's a nice but I can imagine that someone would look at me and think, oh, he's not wearing a seatbelt, because, you know, it's secreted now. I mm. often drive with my belt undone one extra notch. I put my belt on driving settings. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, if you're on a long journey, you don't want it digging in. No. It's no. Nice Sometimes I'll put my seatbelt on and put my jacket on over the top. Put my jacket on last. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, sometimes... <laughs> I'm, can I say I made that up? He's just, just lying now. I yeah. this is like a game of Twister. How could I was, you possibly do that? I was so, I, I was so overpowered by the belt story. I thought, <laughs> I, thought I, I have to come up with something, otherwise I'll, I'll end up making oh, a fool of myself. Oh, you tried, darling. <laughs> I did try. But. I t- sometimes, it's hard to describe, but if you're a lady as well, it can hurt sometimes. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. So I've heard that. <laughs> Frank! <laughs> what? So I sort of tuck it underneath. Oh, it's hard to describe, really. You tuck it underneath? Yes, but I don't know if that's. No, I, don't, I, I think I, that's anti-regulation. I think sitting on it is not. Uh, <laughs> I think it, it has to. It has to grip you. Yeah. Oh, it grips me all right. It grips me. Uh, Just un- it grips me underneath. And it's a temperamental mistress. The seatbelt. I found. <laughs> if you I did wonder what you're talking yeah, about. Huh? If you ya- if you yank if you get forceful <laughs> with it, it won't budge. No. Yeah. No, you have to. You have to tease it out. <laughs> You have to go, no, no, there's no rush, no rush to put you on, come on. You know, there's a reason for that. Because <laughs> in an impact, they move quickly. So if you move a seatbelt quickly, uh, of course. they're designed for that. Have you got airbags, though? Uh, yes, <laughs> I believe so. How people survive those slow-motion car crashes, I'll never know. No. <laughs> no. You'd think it would just... <laughs> you, go, you go out like one of those dogs on the telescopic lead. Hey, I can uh, offer a little public service. I, I was once in a... a, a, a a car impact, shall we Were say. You? And oh, so I love a car crash anecdote. Mm. Oh, it's like J.G. Ballard on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> what and, happened? Well, uh, no one was not, seriously let, injured. No, everyone was fine. Let's not get into that. But I have been in an, uh, a car where the airbag is open. Oh, the airbag opened. The, um, oh, it was like being in with Jules Holland. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the... The man told me that it was a is a good job that I was wearing long sleeves because really? apparently when they pack in the airbag they put in a powder with it that um, if it goes off when you've got short sleeves on it can irritate your skin it's a little bit um, what about your what? face oh well I won't be wearing black oh, in my car ever I sometimes drive in just a thong. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's probably why there's been no accidents. Well, the, the, the air con, People are avoiding the, the guy driving in the thong. I have no with, choice. With his seatbelt and his jacket on. On a beaded... You know those beaded um, seat oh, yeah, covers, yeah. the wooden ball? On yeah. those. Oh, from, Ann, from Ann Summers. The Ann Summers seat cover. <laughs> <laughs> the Love Egg seat yeah, cover. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's a yeah. niche market product. Yeah, it? once you switch them on, and they start rotating, those balls. It's a niche product. I, I, was, I was once slid all the way into the back seat on the motorway. <laughs> <laughs> Very dangerous. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, were you worried about him, the driver, or were you worried, oh, if he goes through the windscreen, how am I going to control the car? I was more worried if he goes through the windscreen, I'm going to be annoyed because it's going to delay my journey, I'm mm. going to be a witness mm. to an accident, and yeah. it's all going to be his fault because he's not got his seatbelt on <laughs> and there's just no coolness to... I just don't understand why you wouldn't... Perhaps he forgot. Like, no, he knew. He drives all day. 
Oh, no, but he could have easily, you know, got out. You know, they, they had to get out for fast food four or five times a day. They have to like get out for fast food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sure they could do a driving. Yeah, he I think the they're physique, glad to stretch their legs. He had the physique of a detective on a steakhouse. So did he really? Oh, did he? <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots of, yeah. Detective in a steakhouse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 sounds like iconic. Well, I think you should have, you know, you should have spoke. Speak up <clears throat> next time. But how would you say it? Look, mate, could you put do your seatbelt on? No, please? just do it in the female way. A bit passive-aggressive, a lot of subterfuge. Mm. Don't actually come out and say it, but just kind of allude to it. Something like... Say something like, um, oh, I'm so glad I'm wearing my seatbelt. Yeah, oh, I'm putting my seatbelt on yeah. and just put the emphasis on mine in a weird way. That's the female way. Right. Yeah, or you could start running your thumb um, <laughs> provocatively up and down your seatbelt to draw attention to it. I don't know if you ever did that. I don't want him to drive with his seatbelt off in a state of arousal. <laughs> no, that's I'm true. Well, at sure least that, would that might take some of the impact. <laughs> he could at least deflect him through the sunroof. <laughs> oh, well, I, um, I've been using public... Is it a minicab qualifies public transport, I suppose? Does it does. in my world. Yeah, it certainly does. So. I, was, um, I, was on, uh, I was on a train... Mm. Uh, this week, and um, the train stopped in oh. Nottingham Station quite suddenly, and uh, a voice came over the. Uh, I'm calling it the. Uh, well, I was going to call the it tannoy. the uh, the tannoy. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Over the. Tannoy. Is this overground or underground, Frank? This was. Um, I don't know. We were wobbling free, <laughs> so I think there was an option. <laughs> no, it was a proper train, not not an underground train. And it stopped, and a, and a voice, a voice said, "Passenger emergency handle operated." Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh. Now, you see, if someone had said to me two weeks ago, "What is that thing that you can mm. pull that stops a train?" I would have said a communication cord. Oh. Oh. I had no idea it had become the passenger emergency <laughs> handle. <laughs> Nowhere near as good as communication cord. And then that got me to thinking about the whole concept of communication cord, the idea that you're communicating by a cord. Mm. Mm. It's lovely. It's got a sort of brief encounter. Yeah, feel I like to it, it. Which is how I feel about whenever I'm on train travel. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, uh, I don't sing the theme from Brief Encounter, if that's what you're thinking, but I will, especially if I stop off for a refreshment in the kiosk. I will think, ooh, look at me, Ben, please. Um, <laughs> You know, that's just me. But, yeah, it was... Um, that happened, and then what about this? I mm. went on the bus, and uh, the seat at the front, you may know, is, is kept for the elderly and infirm. Oh, I always use that. Is well, that right? I love it. right behind the driver. I, I thought that was like a VIP yeah. seat. I love that seat. It's well, right there's behind there's the a driver. sign that says elderly and infirm. Oh, oh, I anyway, I sat in that, and I thought, I'll move if anyone elderly and infirm yeah. comes. And often you get the daggers, looks, you know, people mm, sitting in the... And I've noticed in recent times, people will come on, look at me in the elderly and infirm and think, that's (laughs) fair enough. As it should be. Yeah, all is well with the world. And I've just, (laughs) it's suddenly struck me that I never get the daggers look anymore. Oh. I've become entitled to the elderly and infirm. Oh, Frank. It's it's tough, but, you know, then again, it's a boon. Yeah, one wonders if it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, though. Do you just think you're sitting in it with more, like, entitlement? You think you're allowed in, so that other people are thinking, yeah, he's allowed yeah. in. Well, no, I don't, though. I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm cheating. Right. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like I'm No, you're all right there. Yeah. And also, 
on the subject of seatbelts, mm-hmm. if a bus crashes, mm. well, presumably all the passengers are in a no seatbelt situation. But the seats are point. different on buses, aren't they? I think there's a there's a propelling thing. I don't. Oh, I don't he knows his bus. Surely, surely someone's driven a bus into a wall as an end cap test or something. Surely, are we aware of the end cap test? No. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, Isn't it a, uh, a charity for the mentally ill? <laughs> no, NCAP is the uh, the stars that certain safe cars are given. Is that right? Five oh. stars. They basically drive the car into the wall. Don't you just love masculinity. I love I don't think of this as masculine. I think it's just that I'm an idiot that's looked at. Do you have one of those big screwdrivers that unscrew on the handle and have different bits? My wife does. That? Your wife has one of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. That puts a whole new spin on things. It does. That's, uh... There are certain bits that, you know, we have no gender stereotypes. My wife's got there. the screw. It's prisoner cell block age. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I travel by public transport a lot. I see lots of weird life. On, well, I think if old... you stop, some celebrities, they stop travelling. Yeah. On, yes. Uh, or they only trans- go first and they don't meet the people. Yeah, but I, mm. it's, a, it's a fabulous window on the world. Oh. Mm. And also uh, occasionally quite uh, perplexing. I was once on a train. Uh, they have Wi-Fi. They have what, oh, they, I know. They have, literally have yeah. Wi-Fi. <laughs> and, the, and sockets. The sock. I love the unbelievable. sockets. Unbelievable. It is amazing what they can do now, isn't it? But I was on a train and it drove from... It drove. It went from Manchester to Stockport and then the guy came over and went... Uh, yeah, we're just going to have to... Uh, we've got a problem with the computer system on the train, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn it off and back on again. And that was what he oh, did. I, I, I was on a train where they did that as well. He did they that? rebooted. He treated a train like a, an ill-behaving laptop. Yeah. <laughs> he turned it off and back on again. I was going... People are emailing, and that's what you're doing. Like we can, we've got Wi-Fi on a trip. We've got to this level of of technological advancement, and you're turning it off and back on again. Surely there's some other way. Amazing. I, I was um, I was on a train where a man complained about the volume of the announcements. Good. Did he? Oh, good yeah. on him for that. They are rather loud yes, and tinny. My favourite um, Tannoy announcement of late was I was um, I, I I risked the uh, the self service in Tesco local, Ooh. which Did I'd you? never done before. Did you go sandwich or? Well, I know I had a whole bag of stuff, so oh. I was I was, I was oh, wow. you know I was running the barcodes uh, and all that, and um, a voice said, "Unexpected <laughs> item in the bagging area." Yeah, and I thought, well, there was a time I would have done three jokes off the back of that. <laughs> But it's an unexpected item. And I, thought, I was looking around thinking, what idiot has put an unexpected item in the bagging area? And then this bloke came up to me and said, you have to lift, your, uh, you have to put your bag down. <laughs> mm. And I said, what? He said, well, it's... Uh, and I said, hold on, my bag is an unexpected <laughs> item in the bagging area. It's the one thing I'd expect to be there. But apparently they, it goes off the weight of the bag or something like oh, that. Oh, is that oh, right? Or do you put your own bag onto the scale? No, I don't own a shopping bag. What are you talking about? He has a wheelie bin. I thought you may have had a satchel with you or something. I don't have like a bag for life. That's Cliff Richard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I was just filling carrier bags. So oh. is he? As you think, yeah, <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. He hasn't moved to the brown paper. I mean, he wouldn't. But, um... No, it's I I, I. I ended up. Everyone was staring. You know, oh. God, you know that's that bloke off the telly there because they don't know how to operate in the real world. Those yeah. kind of looks. Yes. I bet, yeah, I was I'll getting. Bet. 
I still don't. I'm more surprised that more people don't steal, though, don't abuse the system. Well, that's the kind of cynical (laughs) attitude that has brought about the whole broken Britain theory. There must be a method for stopping (laughs) them doing that, hadn't it? Yeah, I would think so. Surely it goes. Yeah, there's one lone security guard. I think I'm surprised more theft doesn't go on. I'll tell you something else on the subject of public transport. Yeah. I just recalled, I was on a, a bus last week, a man came on with a chair. <laughs> what a full-blown throne. Uh, no, a proper-looking office chair. And oh! He, and he stood with the chair. It was a packed bus, and he stood with the chair. And I thought, well, sit in... Sit in the chair. You've got a chair. <laughs> sit in As it. As Fonzie said, sit on it. Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking, would it be acceptable, as this chair is now on a bus, <laughs> for me to sit in it? I was standing. Would it be all right if I sat in his chair? There was, I mean, there was no plastic cover or anything on it. Uh, and was the chair wheeled at the bottom? Yeah, or, it was an office chair. Oh, well, that's probably why he didn't sit in it, because then he'd have ended up rolling around the bus. <laughs> the no, but he was the bus takes a bend. He's, oh. Well, that would have been... I wouldn't have minded that. It would have been, been quite a... Uh, Carry on style. <laughs> would have given me a chance to check everyone out on the yeah. bus. No, but he was old in the you back of it. You could have been going around like Ironsides, manoeuvring your way around. He was old in the back of the chair, so it wouldn't have moved about. He might, I mean, he might have objected to holding. He might have spun you like you were on the waltzers. Oh, no. Because that maybe mm. the reason he wasn't sitting is that um, he had to hold the chair. He hadn't no thought of that. Oh yeah, oh, but he could have held on to the. Uh, if he'd have held on to the pole, yeah, he yeah. could have gone round and round it on the on the chair, like some sort of fairground amusement, a bit of light or a very but... poor lap dance. Yeah, mm. <laughs> well, he wasn't an unattractive man, <laughs> and uh, he was, uh, you know, he was a chair owner. Yeah, got something so, to yeah, his credit. So not it? totally impoverished. It's an interesting <laughs> episode of Ironside, isn't it? The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the lap dancing years. <laughs> when police funding was cut. <laughs> oh, poor Raymond Burr. He, never, he didn't look good in it. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 